TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Eyes closed. That's Ed Sheeran. It's Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan, if you need a, a question, a trivia question for Battle of the Burbs later on this morning. I always do. I might have one for you. Is Maine in the United States? Yes. That is correct. Hold on. Let me give you the, the correct. Why would people not know that Maine was in the United States? So apparently a lot of people are confused about that. Some people think Maine is in Canada. What? And residents of Maine, they have numerous stories about having to explain that, yes, we live in America, and we're not from a foreign country. Um, and then someone from Maine in this story I'm reading here, they were asked for a passport when boarding a plane from Denver. What? In Denver, Colorado, boarding a plane to Bangor, Maine. Bangor is a city in Maine. And yes, Maine is a part of the U.S. It has been since 1820. Now, that is something I have never heard before. People not knowing that Maine is a state of these here united? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, is it, is it, um, is it a worse crime if you live in Denver, Colorado? Then if you live, no, I don't think so. Are we East Coast? I I can't, I kind of call us. Uh, yeah, sometimes I sometimes I say East Coast. Sometimes we're what the Midwest, Mid-East. Midwest. I don't really understand Midwest. I don't either. Because I I don't think I think we're too far east to be Midwest. I agree. I like North Coast. We're we're definitely not the North Coast. I don't think. Well, we're on the the coast of. Oh, uh, we could be here all day discussing this because I'm really bad at geography, so I honestly don't know the answer. I think people lump us in with the East Coast because of the we're in the East Coast time zone. I think okay, it, it's just we'll go with that. Easiest to lump whatever lump time in. zone you're in. There's also a di- discussion on TikTok that um, that questions not only if Maine is a state, but questions if Maine is even real. Oh, here we go. <laughs> The things people will do for YouTube views or TikTok views. What are they saying? Well, have you have you ever been to Maine? No. No, me neither. Maybe it's not real. Oh, whatever. There are plenty of states that I have not been to that I know are real. Oklahoma, for one. Uh, I've been to Oklahoma. I don't think you're missing anything. <laughs> Maybe that's why I've never been there. Uh, speaking of... Being in Northeast Ohio and being proud of where we live, this is a story that we think is going to make you feel good this morning, make you proud to be a North Coaster, yes, a Midwesterner, whatever you prefer. Uh, that's next on the Q Morning Show. 
love radio because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. Go on and entertain me. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104, it's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. So, Morgan, what is going on? With Dunkin' Donuts. They got they have something exciting happening right now? Drunken Donuts is what they're going to be coining a phrase very soon because they're going to serve alcohol. Dunkin' Donuts is going to serve alcohol. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts got a liquor license? <laughs> this is so wild. So here's where the rumor started, that they were going to start selling spiked teas, spiked coffees. So this was first reported by Vine Pair, and it found... That Duncan got approval from the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau in May for Duncan spiked canned adult beverages, right? And so now, according to today, Duncan is brewing up something special and spiked for adult iced coffee and iced tea lovers. While we can't confirm any new addition to Duncan's lineup of ready to drink products at this time, stay tuned. For more news soon. But there is a Duncan Spiked website, and it's already got what's going to be on it. Okay, I'm trying to think how this is going to work. Because, first of all, I've never walked into a Dunkin' Donuts, and I've said, you know what would make this more perfect? <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> I've never wanted to do that. Uh, but would they be able to sell the? You would only be able to sell this in stores, right? You can't sell these at a, a, Dunkin', a drive-through, like a Dunkin' Donut location. Like you can't go through a Dunkin' Donuts and say, you know what? I want my coffee spiked today. I want I want some Irish coffee this morning. I think it would have to be like in a can or in a bottle because right. you have like the drive-up convenience stores that you could do that. So if they're selling it in like a six-pack, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to get that through the drive-through. Yeah, I guess so. I was just thinking it would just be at the grocery store. You can't get it. But I, I saw- Oh, I feel like they would definitely sell it in stores. Missed opportunity if they don't. Here is what they're going to have. They're going to have Dunkin' Spiked Teas, Slightly Sweet, Half and Half, Strawberry Dragon Fruit, and Mango Pineapple. And there will also be four flavors of Spiked Iced Coffee. So Original Iced Coffee, Caramelized, Mocha Iced, and Vanilla Iced. Okay. All Spiked. If I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts and I'm loading up on donuts and I just want to get drunk, please, <laughs> please check up on me. That- I was going to say, if you see anybody walking around the offices like who haven't been drinking Dunkin' for the past however many years, and all of a sudden they start only drinking Dunkin' Donuts, we're going to yeah. have to smell the coffee. Give them the side eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just begin my intervention. <laughs> Right at that point, if I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts to get drunk, it's Q104. Good morning. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Good morning. So, Morgan, I have two boys, 12 and 8, Will and Drew, uh, and they go back to school a week from today. Oh, it's back to school. And we've been getting ready, just like every family, for the past few weeks. It looks like back to school came into my house and just vomited all over oh, my dining gosh. room table. <laughs> because the, the entire table's been taken up with you know notebooks and, and index cards and rulers and everything else. I mean, it's been on my table for two weeks. I We haven't even been able to eat dinner in there. Really? Where do you eat dinner? Sunday night, I ate a pasta dinner standing up in my kitchen <laughs> just because all the back-to-school stuff was on the dining room table. 
And then back to school boot camp started on Sunday night as well. Is that just something you do in your household or is that a real thing? Now, I'm sure a lot of families do it. You just try to get your kids back into their to their school routine. Bedtimes, wake up times, all the things. Exactly. And I was dreading it leading up to Sunday. It's actually been working out. Really? In my house pretty well. Like Drew is not even fighting us on it. He has a bedtime of 930. He's been brushing his teeth. He's been getting in bed. I think he's been getting up when he's supposed to get up. Nice. It's almost like these kids have been craving this structure. Like they, <laughs> like we made the mistake by... Getting out of it in yeah, the summer. Right. By allowing them more freedom in the summer to stay up later and, and to sleep as late as they want. It, it feels like we should just keep this going year round. Do you think you will next year? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah. One in, year at a time. One year at a time. We'll talk about that in June. Yes. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, so far so good with uh, back to school boot camp. Take the wins when you can. So we have this Cleveland confessional on the way this morning. I'm pulling up the email right now. Yes. It's something different today because it's going to be an email confession. There's a reason why. Yes. This person needs to stay anonymous. Yes. Should not come on the air with us. Cannot come on the air with us. Right. Can't. (laughs) Right. And there was a discussion between Morgan and I. Should we even bring this confession on the radio? But I think it is very valid and this person needs help. So I think we definitely should do it. I agree with you. And that's that's how we made the decision. It's like, well, if we don't do something, who's going to? Right. So the Cleveland confessional, anonymous Cleveland confessional is on the way next. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it could be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. We have had anonymous confessors on the show before. That's nothing new, but I think this is the first time that we've ever had an email confession. And once we get into it, you're going to understand why we wanted to keep it this way. Yes. I think when you hear who the confession is coming from. So Morgan, you have the, I have the email up and ready. It's long. So bear, bear with me. Yeah. I'm going to try to get through it as best as I can. Settle in. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Here is our first ever email confession. It says Morgan and Bill, please don't use my real name. Can you call me Emily? I'm 17 years old and I'll be starting my senior year of high school. I've heard your Cleveland confessions before, usually on my way to school in the morning. Do you still do them? I haven't listened in a few months because I've been on summer break, but I know that sometimes you give people advice and I need advice. My confession is that I'm pretty sure that my dad cheated on my mom. She says, I play club soccer. I play on my high school team as well, but I was just in Cincinnati the other weekend for a tournament. My dad went along with me, which I thought was unusual at the time, because while he usually attends most of my games, he doesn't travel with me when I go to other cities. Here's what happened. I was rooming with one of my teammates, and for some reason I was up early, like at 6 a.m. So I went downstairs to get some breakfast. I took the stairs back up to my floor, and I was about to turn the corner, and that's when I saw my dad. He was leaving someone's room. It was not his hotel room. He didn't see me, and I watched him walk down the hall and go back into his room. 
I found out later that the person who was staying in that room was the mom of another one of my teammates. As you might imagine, I didn't play well in my game that day. I was very distracted for the rest of the tournament, and I ended up driving home with the parents of one of my teammates. My my dad drove home alone, and I've managed to avoid him for the most part since we've been home. I'm sick over this, and I'm scared. I don't know what to do or who to tell about this or if I should tell anyone about this. I don't know if my dad is having an affair or if it was just a one-night thing. Should I tell my mom about this? I don't want to. Should I tell my teammate, the one whose mom was with my dad? If you have any advice for me, I would really, really appreciate it because I'm afraid of doing the wrong thing. Thank you, Emily. 216-474-0104. Let's open up the phones right now. I will tell you that Morgan and I, we saw this and, and it broke my heart. I know. Cannot imagine a 17-year-old having to go through something like this and having a huge, that is a huge weight on her shoulders. Huge. And the other thing is, are we even qualified to help her out? That's what I'm afraid to help her. And I will tell you, we did this. We reached out to three, maybe four family counselors. One of them, uh, I didn't even stay in the Cleveland. I called someone in Columbus. Um... And nobody called me back. One person called me back and said, if you want to direct this person to my attention or or wanted to set up an appointment with her. But it's like, well, who's paying for that? You know, she can't ask anybody for health insurance or or anything like that. So it's, it's like, how are we going to get her the help that she needs? Right. And what it came down to is, well, we can't ignore this. So we decided to bring it to the Cleveland Confessional. 216-474-0104. I've thought about this a long time. I, I think I have some some thoughts for Emily. Do do you as well? I do. Yes. What would you tell Emily, seventeen years old, ready to go back to school here in about a week or so, and she suspects that her dad is cheating on her mom? What does she do? It's two one six four seven four zero one zero four. The Cleveland Confessional on Q one zero four. Q104, the Q Morning Show. We're trying to help out Emily this morning. An email. She sent us an email uh, through a DM uh, for the Cleveland Confessional. She's 17 years old, about to be a senior in high school. She plays travel soccer. She was on a somewhere playing soccer. Cincinnati. uh, On a soccer tournament. Her dad went on the trip with her. They did not stay in the same hotel room. uh, But early in the morning, she was. uh, Emily said she had to get up to go get breakfast, and she was on her way back up to her room, and that's where she saw in the hallway her dad leaving a hotel room. It wasn't his hotel room. Right. It was a mom of another one of her teammates. So she doesn't know what to do. Does she tell her mom? Does she say something to her dad? She says she's scared. It's eating her up inside. That's a lot to put on a 17-year-old girl, so we're really trying to help her out. Let's go to Sarah in Amherst. Sarah, Sarah, good morning. Good morning. What advice would you have for Emily? So I would say just be truthful because the truth always comes out in the end. Maybe don't go to her mom um, being accusatory. Maybe just tell her what she saw. Um, But I would say just tell the truth. Tell the truth to the mom. You think she should go to the mom first? Absolutely. Okay. 
All right. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate it. Chris is in Menor. Chris, good morning. Good morning. Would you have the same advice uh, for Emily or, or different I, I advice? I do. Okay. I would absolutely agree that I would go to her mom. You have to consider the family dynamic, but if she holds it inside, she could build up resentment towards her dad. And I also wouldn't go accusatory. I would just tell her mom, because what if it isn't the first time? What if it is? It still should be the mom's option to figure that out. But I would definitely talk to the mom first. Okay. All right. Thank you, Chris. Um, I actually have the opposite. I don't know what that sound was either. Uh, the ox- opposite feeling about all this. Let's see. Let, let's see what Rom- Ramona in Concord has to say. Ramona, good morning. Good morning. Do you have the same advice? Do you think Emily should go to her mom about this, or do you have something different? I think she should go to her dad. I I was a teenager in a couple hairy situations between my parents, and I think she should talk to her dad about it first. Okay. Say, hey, I saw you coming out of this room. I don't know what was going on. And then maybe even give him, if you don't tell mom, I will. Okay. Ramona, that's exactly what I think mm-hmm. she should do as well. Well, let me, let me explain it first. Uh, I'm going to keep Ramona on here just for a second. Um, this is what I was thinking. And, and it hurts me to, to have to, to give that advice to Emily because I, I don't want her to, to have to confront her dad. But I don't think she should go to her mom with this first. I think she should go to the dad and confront him, ask what he was doing, see if he has an explanation. But let's say it is an affair. Let's assume that that he was in the room of another one of the moms on, on the team. I would say you need to stop. You need to stop this right now. That is way too much to put on a 17-year-old. It's not her job to remedy the situation. I think she should go to her mom and say, this is what I saw. I don't know what it means, but, you know, you two are the ones in the relationship. So do with this what you want. Okay. Because that put, I mean, and just let's play out the scenario. What if her dad says to her, don't tell your mom. And now she's keeping this huge secret from her mom. I just think it could get way too hairy. But I think that's the responsibility of the dad at that point. On how I know, but he should handle it. I know, so he but, needs to end the relationship. And if he doesn't, then I think that Emily should tell her mom at that point. But I think that you put all the responsibility on the dad to either make it right or she's going to go to mom. Mm, I don't know. I think it's too much. Do you agree with me on that one, Ramona? No. I do. Okay, so Ramona agrees with me on that. I just think as a 17-year-old, I would never feel comfortable to do something like that. Let's take, uh, at least right now, let's take one more call. Colleen's in Avon. Colleen, good morning. Good morning. I know you feel terrible about what's going on with Emily, right? I do, because I could put myself in her situation and just, you know, just thinking as a 17-year-old girl, just that gut feeling of being really uncomfortable and, and you suspect the worst immediately, you know, and you don't know how to handle it. So my advice is for Emily to go to the dad. Do you have the same advice or or do you have a different suggestion? I would definitely not go to the dad because then you're going to, I mean, he wasn't in there like having coffee early in the morning. I mean, come on. Right. (laughs) They have the breakfast, but they have the continental (laughs) breakfast downstairs. The the coffee in a hotel room is terrible. You should not drink the coffee out of the coffee maker in the hotel room. You need to go downstairs. Absolutely not. So I think we can assume that something something, uh, wasn't right was going on. 
I would think so. I would think so. And um, I would just go to her mom and get it off her chest, tell her what she saw. That's it. She could wash her hands of it and then leave it up to the parents to hash it out of whatever happened. But definitely not go to the dad because then that would give him, like, some time to, like, make up in, like, an excuse or something. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, Colleen. Yeah, I agree. I think you got to go to the mom first. I think that's also a... While it's still a hard conversation, I think it would be easier for her to go to her mom and say, this is what I saw. I don't know what it means. Now you guys figure it out. Other than going to the dad and saying, I saw this. It's like she's then having to navigate what happened in that hotel room. Where I don't think that's her. As a daughter, as a 17-year-old, I don't think she should have to go through that. Okay. Well, neither option sounds fun to me. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, but no. I... All the texts are coming in and saying, yeah, don't go to the dad. Okay. All right. Emily, don't listen to me. Listen to Morgan. (laughs) Listen to Sarah and Chris and Colleen. Go to your mom. Tell her what you saw and then let the adults work it out from there. And good luck, Emily. Keep us posted. And if we hear back from Emily, we will keep you posted as well. Yes. Thank you this morning uh, for chiming in on the Cleveland Confessional. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. I believe we are all set for a good battle today. Let's meet our contestants, Morgan. First up, from the city of Akron, it is Taylor. Color 14. Taylor, good morning. Good morning, yay. I love the energy. I need more of it. Is something Sarah, I say. I'm sending it to you. I say that every day. Like, what do I have to do to get some energy around here? Let's <laughs> meet your challenger from the city of Menor. It's Becky. Becky, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Ladies, your name is your buzzer. It's a best of four question quiz. Are you ready to play? Yes. Ready. All right. Question number one. Zoe Deschanel played Jess in what Fox sitcom? Taylor. Taylor? Oh, my God. 
Mind fart. Oh, <laughs> no, Sorry, not mind fart, but I appreciate you not cussing, Taylor. It really does do my heart good. Becky, do you have a guess? Um, no. All right. We'll save that one for tomorrow. Question number two. How old was Queen Elizabeth II when she was crowned the Queen of Taylor. England? Taylor? 25. Not 25. Ow. Becky, do you have a guess? Uh, let's go with 19. Not 19. Question number three. No one on the board yet. What is the name of Elvis Presley's Memphis home? Becky. Taylor. Becky? Graceland. Graceland is correct. Okay, Becky, you could win with this. Taylor, you have to get this question right to stay alive and to force a tiebreaker. Question number four. Name one of the three states that share a border with California. Taylor. Taylor? Yeah, Taylor got Arizona. It. Arizona is right. We are tied, which means we will go to the tiebreaker question. Question number five. What type of water is the ocean made up of? Becky. Becky for the win. Salt water. Salt water is right, Becky. Wow, these I knew tiebreaker questions. I knew it would be a good battle today. Yeah, I made the questions a little bit harder today, but Becky, you still came out on top with the win for your city of Menor. Yay! Congratulations, friend. We'll see you on August thirty first. Awesome. Ladies getting money all around the world because girls is players too. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. It's back to school time. Back to school. Did you have a song prepared for back to school? It's Billy Madison. Uh, Yes, that's what I thought you were going to go into. (laughs) Back to school. Back to school. There you go. I don't know the rest of it. Me neither. That's why I stopped. (laughs) So they did a poll. Somebody, when I say they, when I say they, I don't, I don't even know who well, I'm talking about. We don't know. About. The people who watch Billy Madison? It's whoever posts these stories. So it's a, it's a poll of a thousand 13 to 17 year olds, so okay. teenagers. And almost half of them say that they are likely to use AI. I knew you were going to say that. Artificial intelligence to do their schoolwork instead of doing it themselves in the upcoming school year. Uh, also in this poll, it shows that uh, 48% say that they have friends or classmates who have used AI already to do schoolwork. And 60%, so 60% of the teens say they do consider AI cheating, but 62% who use AI say it's just another tool for schoolwork. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not all up on the AI situation, so I don't know how much of it is like, Correct. Like, could you do a whole book report and have it be 100% factual? Or would you have to proofread it and there would be little tweaks that you had to make? No. I would say if you ask, like, let's say if you use ChatGPT and said, write a book report on Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And it could do it. There might be some something, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, something not factual in there. Um but if you're doing that, if you're cheating on a on a book report, do we, do you care if you get an A? Like if there's True. something that's incorrect, maybe True. you get a B or but a C. But if you cheat, you could get like in serious trouble. Yes, you could get well expelled. A big fat F. Yeah, I yeah. guess it could be that that serious depending on on where you're going to school. I think it's going to be interesting to see how teachers and um, school districts 
universities, mm-hmm. how they're combating this. Because I've had some some discussions. My sister is a professor at Kent State, and I need to have a follow-up conversation with her. But what are you doing to combat AI? Now, there's one school, uh, let's see, I think it's Temple University. They say they're ditching the digital tests, and they're going back to in-person Pen exams and paper, on paper. Pen, pencil? Right. Oh, my gosh. Stop. <laughs> you gotta, the Scantrons? Ugh. you got to use the blue books. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? No. Like, I... I mean, to, to write out an essay, I mean, that's how I did it when I was, I had the blue books yeah, I, and I would have to sit out there and write the essay, but I would, I've, I've been convinced for years everybody's been typing their, their papers and doing their essays yeah, that I way. I feel like the last time I wrote out like an essay for a test, I was in middle school. But like, if you're taking, you can't cheat on like the actual test test. It can only really be papers, right? Cause you still have to do the Scantron. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anymore. It's been too long since I've been in. Oh my gosh, been I out know. Of college. It has been a long time, but I remember clear as day. The very last final that I took in college, I walked out of that classroom, and the first thought that came to my mind was, "I never have to take a Scantron <laughs> test ever again." That's a great feeling, right? Top five moments of my life, honestly. Did you run through the uh, the campus pumping your fist? I did. I almost ran through the fountain. Well, it's going to be interesting. Like, this is something you know I'm going to be paying attention to this. Of course. I just think it's, I mean, we're going backwards now as far as, techni- I mean, the technology is there to make to make learning more easy and more accessible for more people. And now because of AI, we're going to go backwards and we're going to take essays with with pen and paper again? Aren't you glad that we're not in school anymore? Yes, I'm very glad. <laughs> I have no plans to go back and, and get my master's in, in anything. Nope. Uh, here's what we do want to get into coming up. Things that you believe are overrated, but you still have to do them anyway. Right. Like For whatever ma- reason. Right. You're, you're still either forced to do it or maybe in a weird way. You know it's overrated, but you do it anyway. That's something that I'm kind of involved in today, actually. Uh, we'll get into that coming up. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. The Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, it's Q104. Looks like it's still a little damp outside. Hopefully the rain is out of here. It's a little muggy. Scattered showers throughout the day. Uh, I bring this up because I'm going to the feast today. Oh, you are? It's the last day of the Feast of the Assumption. Well, today is the actual day of the Feast of the Assumption. Um, So it's in Little Italy, open from noon until, I think, 10 o'clock tonight or 11 o'clock tonight. Do you know what time you're going? I'm going for uh, during lunchtime. Okay, it'll be a little less crowded then. I hope so. so I'm going to go home, pick up the family, and we're going to go to the feast. Now, what I'm about to say is going to sound contradictory. Okay. But that that's me. I contradict myself all the time. Uh, but I think that the feast is an overrated event. Oh, okay. Explain. But I go every year. I love going every year. But I do think it's overrated because, number one, parking is not great. Right. Uh, I mean, because that is a small neighborhood. And if you want, there's only street parking usually. So you've got to park like a mile, mile, mile and a half away mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. The weather's not always great. So you could be dodging raindrops uh, just to get down there. Uh, the crowds can sometimes be overwhelming. 
um, I mean, just too many people, you know, just in one street. Right. Um, and, and again, hopefully today at lunchtime, it's not going to be too crazy. Uh, the food is good because I think everybody participates, uh, all the restaurants in Little Italy. But it's not the way that I want to enjoy that food. Why are you going today? Because you get it from, you know, the, the street vendor and they, you know, put the food in a styrofoam bowl and you've got a, you've got a uh, plastic spoon. If this you- is the way you feel, <laughs> why are you going? I don't know. I love going. You love going, but you think it's wildly overrated. I do. Is that, <laughs> does that sound weird? I just, I like to be a part of it. Yeah. But I think it's overrated. Do you think any of it is more FOMO? You know what FOMO is? Uh, fear of missing out. Yes. No, I don't because I've been there so many times. I don't, I know what I'm missing out on if right. I don't go. It's not that I think I'm missing out. I just enjoy, I just like to say that I went. And then you like to come back and complain about how horrible it was. I'm not going to complain. Saying it's overrated and that the there's too many people and then you can't find parking. Well, what, do you I'm, consider that a constructive criticism <laughs> or what? I'm saying that now. Uh-huh. I'm saying that now, but I'm not going to come in tomorrow and say uh, I had a horrible time at the feast. Because okay. I, I'm not going to say that. Okay. But I, I know what I... I Believe me, it makes sense in my head. Yeah, I mean, you started this break by saying you were going to contradict yourself, right. and I think we're, I think we're there. Yeah, we're there. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going of my own free will. Right, right. You know, there, I'm making the choice in life, uh, but that's we, what we want to get into right now. Two one six four seven four zero one zero four. So it's something that you believe is overrated, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah, Either, you're still a willing participant. Right. So, I mean, maybe you're forced. Maybe you feel like you have no choice but to participate. But, you know, also maybe you're like me and you're weird and you're like, yeah, it's overrated, but I still love it. I still love doing it. (laughs) What is that for you? 216-474-0104. It's the Q Morning Show. Vibes. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. I was just talking about how I'm going to Little Italy Italy today for lunch because the feast is going on. Last day of the feast. And I highly admit that I believe the feast is overrated. But you still are a willing participant. But I like to go. I enjoy going every single year. It's fine. You know, live your best life. Well, here's here's a perfect example. Someone texted in, have some lasagna. Yum. (laughs) Yes, I will. I will have delicious food. It does sound really good, even at 8.29 a.m. But then I'll probably order it and then sit down on a curb somewhere. Because there's no seats. And just eat lasagna (laughs) with a plastic fork out of of a plastic plate. Sitting on the street. There you go. That's what I'm saying. It's it's contradictory. Part of the experience. It is. It is. You just go in and just have fun. Don't wor- don't worry about anything else. We're talking about things that you think are overrated, but you still uh, maybe still have to do them. Natalie from Westlake's on the phone. Natalie, good morning. Good morning. So, what is something in your mind is overrated, and you still do it because you just have to do it? Like, what is something like that for you? Okay, I'm going to make a lot of people mad here. Uh-oh. Because I hate Starbucks. It oh. is so rated. That's a strong statement. That is there. a strong statement. I hate Starbucks. Why do you hate Starbucks? I know. It is so overrated. I don't even like their coffee. And what I hate about it is, like, everybody loves it, so I have to be there all the time anyway. <laughs> Why are you there if you don't enjoy Starbucks? 
Oh, just like everybody, like let's meet at Starbucks and and just work meetings and everything else. So uh-huh. I'm, I end up being there multiple times a week. <laughs> a week. I mean, they've got great Wi-Fi, but <laughs> right. I hate their coffee. And like their food's not even that good. I just, yeah, I just don't like it. You guys are those fighting words for you, Morgan? No, I don't hate Starbucks, <laughs> but I I agree it's overrated. And I think I wouldn't think that. And this might be like bougie of me, but David has like changed the way I view coffee shops because if you go to London and you walk down the streets of London, I mean there mm-hmm. is just pristine coffee shop after pristine coffee shop. And it's something that I really miss when I'm in the States and and in Cleveland. I feel like there's not a really good one unless I'm just missing it. So somebody let me know. But I agree. In terms with Natalie, like I said, I don't hate it, but I I agree. I think it's a little overrated. I also find it funny that Natalie has to spend a lot of her time there. Yeah, she just walks in like, (laughs) why do I have to be here right now? You also gave me another idea. Someday I want to do uh, top five coffee shops. Oh, yeah. We should do that. I would love that. All right. Thank you, Natalie, for calling in this morning. It's not Starbucks. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. One of the top five. Doesn't make Natalie's top five. Yes. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.